Okay, thank you so much um, for this opportunity, the person that invited me. Uh, my name is Nancy. I am a grateful, recovered compulsive overeater. I, um, I've been in this program for many years. I came, I started probably in 75, and I lost weight. Uh, we, we, we were given food plans then. So I was given a very structured food plan called a gray sheet, and which is a very low carbohydrate diet. And so I lost weight. It was, uh, you know, uh, I was young. I was in my 20s, and I loved the way I looked. And I, I was off, off to live the life of a thin woman, because I had been overweight since birth. I was, I was overweight as a baby. I was always overweight and um, inherited my sweet father's fat cells. So I was tall. I am a tall woman. So I was tall and slim, and I just loved it. So um, I uh, got involved in living life, which included getting uh, um, planning on marrying this guy who had a little boy, and they became my life. And Oh, for 10 years, that was my, my primary addiction. Um, I graduated college, started teaching, and so my job, I loved being a teacher. So my work and my new family uh, were my primary interest. And uh, because I was young, I was uh, following the Gracie to uh, a certain extent still. My weight stayed down for a long time, and life hit, life hit, um, and in 1993, I returned to OA 100 pounds heavier. I mean, at my top weight, 100 pounds heavier than when I had left. I, I didn't realize, I didn't believe that my body to hold that kind of weight. I came back carrying another person. Um, I came back to OA because I knew that nothing else would work. I had tried every conceivable thing. I mean, I could spend 30 minutes talking about the crazy things I had done to lose weight. But when I came to OA, it made it gave me some clarity on why I ate the way I did. I knew I I always knew that my relationship with food wasn't like that of my mother and grandmother, and not even my father. You know, he was he was he was very obese. He wasn't a compulsive overeater. I I you know I'm reading the doctors. Uh, I'm reading the, in the big book. Uh, my father would be what they described as a heavy you know a heavy drinker. My father was a heavy overeater. And he had a heart attack when I was 12, and they put him on a strict diet. And he followed it until he died. He said living was more important to him than food. And he was very disciplined. So uh, I had crossed the line, though. I wasn't a heavy eater. I was a compulsive overeater. And uh, when I came back to OA, I was desperate. And I got a sponsor, and I did everything the lady told me to do. I was frantic because I was so big. I had gained so much weight. Um, uh, and I, I just couldn't function. I couldn't function. And 
so I followed the food plan and I lost almost 100 pounds the first year. I lost 90 pounds the first year with a very strict sponsor. And I will be forever grateful for her because that happened in 1993. And by the grace of God and this wonderful program, I have not put that weight back on. I have been relieved of over 100 pounds since 93. Uh, that is nothing short of a miracle. Uh, I cannot say that I had back-to-back abstinence. I did not. Uh, after after about a year, my sponsor dropped me. He, uh, uh, for whatever reason, decided she wasn't going to sponsor me anymore, and I was devastated because, she, I mean, I held on to her like the uh, uh, like the drowning hangs on to a, a life raft. And uh, when when she dropped me, I, I, I was just terrified. I was so afraid I was going to put the weight back on. But I did. I knew I couldn't leave the program. So I, had, I hung into the program. And I had a series of different sponsors, but for some reason, it, they, they were not long-term. Um, I worked the program to the best of my ability. And um, I, um, I yo-yoed. I yo-yoed. I yo-yo for years in this program. I get a sponsor, work with her for a while. And finally, I just gave up. I said, well, you know, um, in in the early days of AA, everybody didn't have a sponsor. That's why they wrote the big book. So I, uh, I said, I'll just sponsor myself. Well, but I never stopped going to meetings. I never left the room. I've been listening to the 100-pounder club uh, meeting for so many years. I used to listen to an early morning, 8 a.m. meeting, and um, it helped me. It helped me. You know, in, in the forward to the second edition, it says some people came into AA and 50% of them got sober immediately and stayed that way. And it says 25% uh, sobered after some relapses. And then those that, that's 75 right there. And then it said the right, those that remain got better. You know, there were people, I guess, that had periodic bingers. So I, I, I just stayed. I stayed and I, I, I hung on for dear life. I gave service. I worked in my uh, home group. My home group is here in Chicago, uh, Saturday, Washington Park meeting. And uh, I would go to meetings all over the city. And I would, I, I would hear people talk about the years of absence, of uh, back-to-back absence that they'd had. And I really wanted that, but it just seemed to have eluded me. So um, uh, I I was addicted really to sugar. You know, like you have to really count your blessings. I was so addicted to sugar, and I have to confess that my sugar addiction was has been, was removed, has been removed for 30 years. I am not addicted to sugar. I do not... I mean, nobody could have ever told me that I would not eat sugar. I do not care for sugar. I used to eat nothing but sugar. I never wanted food. You know, if I could have for breakfast, I'd have a sweet. For lunch, I'd have another kind of sweet. And for dinner, I'd have a sweet with dessert. That I mean, that's just the kind of sugar addict I was. But working this, you know, coming to this program, following the various food plans, I, my high power just removed that desire. I don't know when it happened, but I I don't crave sugar. Haven't craved sugar in years. Uh, so uh, I got married, 
I got married fast forward, um, and I I got married late in life, very late in life, um, and uh, I was comfortable with my uh, program. You know, I spent a lot of years going to meetings, going to workshops, retreats, reading literature, so I was comfortable with my program, with my recovery that I had. So I married this fabulous man that I met online at the age of 69, and we got married, and I left metropolitan Chicago, uh, a very diverse community, and my husband uh, had lived in this wonderful little uh, community in Indiana that was not very diverse. Uh, as a matter of fact, we were the only African Americans in our complex. But but it was a wonderful. I loved my neighbors and they loved me and uh, loved us. And but it was a it was a for me it was a cultural and a uh, social uh, adjustment having lived all those years in Chicago and in this little Indiana town. But the first thing I did is I found OA. I found my OA meetings one on Monday and one on Saturday. I was home, and um, the people that that's, you know I love OA. Because uh, I used to teach at a college in Boston during the summer, and we would meet at different uh, campuses. So I I was all over Boston. I did this for 20 summers. And I ended up in some of the most uh, secluded places. And uh, I could tell that most of them were surprised when I walked in. But I have yet been mistreated at an OA meeting. (laughs) You know, I've gone in churches where I didn't feel welcome. But every OA meeting I've gone to in the most obscure place, I've always felt welcome. So um, um, I got settled into being married, and um, my husband was a normal eater. I hadn't even thought about it. I was just so fascinated that I had met this wonderful guy, and we got married because I had given up on uh, getting married after my engagement uh, to the man of my dream with the little boy broke off. I had just given up the whole idea. But anyway, I discovered after our honeymoon and settled up settling down to reality that he was a normal eater, and uh, I and he liked to buy things in, um, in large quantities. He had, um, um, you know, the big box stores. He had two memberships, and he just liked to go there and buy all this stuff. And I guess he thought it was for us, but I, those are things I hadn't even been had in my house for years, and I really started feeling nervous around them. And so I got on my knees and I said, okay, God, this is new. Uh, being married is new. I'm an old, I, you know, I'm a senior citizen doing this. And I'm and, and all this food that I haven't had for years, you got to help me. And sure enough, I was led to a phone meeting called Visions for You. And it's just a regular OA meeting, but it's dedicated to the study of the big book. And it's, I, don't, I don't remember who told me about it, but I ended up going to that meeting. And I got a sponsor who took me through the 12 steps like I had never gone through them before. And I found out the missing key to my program was that I didn't work all the steps. I went through the steps. There's a difference in working the steps and going through them. I had been through the steps numerous times, but I had never really applied them like I did this time. And I found the key was, first of all, acknowledging that I, I am bodily different than a normal eater. I have an allergy of the body, and I have an obsession of the mind. There are certain foods I can never tolerate. Uh, and my mind will play games with me and tell me that I can when I know I can't. 
Uh, so I have to deal with my mind, and that's what the steps are designed for. Because I can know it but not do it. A lot of people know it, but they, they don't do it. They can't do it. So acknowledging my true powerlessness was the first step that I said, look, I'm powerless all over all this wonderful stuff, wonderful-looking stuff, but I don't want to get into it. And then I got into working the steps, did a complete four-step uh, inventory, and I discovered I had some. Even though I thought I had done many four steps, I discovered that that was my man I needed to make. And I really felt that I had made uh, 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 financial amends I had not made. And they, I, and I, I just discovered that there are two more I need to make. Uh, it happened when I was in my 20s and I took things home from school that were not mine to keep. So I need to make a donation. The school is closed down, but I need to make a donation, you know, to make amends for that. So after trying to uh, – after doing the best I could um, – my sponsor talked about page 89 and where it says nothing ensures uh, recovery like uh, intensive work. And what does that mean, Nancy? Intensive work. It means you got to carry the message. You got to take people through the steps. And let me tell you, that has been a joy. I started going, taking, you know, I started sharing what I had found out. That's all it was. Because I had been a little nervous about sponsoring people because I didn't have this 23rd, 20-year back-to-back abstinence, you know. But when I started sponsoring people, uh, something miraculous just happened to me. I could feel the transformation that took place in my life in 2013. That That's when I recovered. I, I, like this, we, we no longer, we see fighting. I don't fight. I don't run from. And my, the stuff my husband had there it was just his stuff. You know, he never could understand why I couldn't have one piece. But I knew I could, you know. He said, don't, don't, don't you want just a little piece? And I would say, no, I want it all. And he would say, well, why would you want that? He didn't. He never understood. Bless the sweetheart. And he would say, don't you want a slice? I said, no, I want the whole cake. He said, why would you want the whole cake? I said, you, you don't understand. That's what I would do. He said, well, that makes no sense. I said, I know it doesn't. That's why I'm not going to have one piece. But um, I started working with people and uh, carrying the message. You know, like when anybody asks me to, you know, you want to share your story, heck yeah, because it helps me to remember where I came from, how I got to where I am today. I had been relieved of over 120 pounds, about 150 pounds for 30 years, almost 31 years. That's nothing short of a miracle. Uh, my husband died in almost probably two years this October. And uh, I moved back to my, my sister and I uh, have had a condo together. So I never, you know, I had my bedroom and my clothes, a lot of clothes still here. So when I, when my husband died and I moved back to Chicago. Simple reminder, five minutes left. All right, thank you, ma'am. Uh, when I moved back to Chicago, I had a lot of clothes that uh, were still here. I, and it dawned on me, I hadn't had those things. Most of them I hadn't tried on in 10 years. Sometimes I would come back to Chicago and I might wear one, address the church that was in there. But um, there was nothing in my closet that I could not wear. You know, I, I'm going to give most of them away because I haven't worn them for 10 years. I'm really not interested in them. But the fact that I could wear everything in my closet uh, is just a testament to this uh, wonderful program, you know, wonderful program. Um, 
it got me through the worst, talking about the worst time of my life was uh, when my husband got sick. Uh, I, I knew he was sick. I knew, and he was put on the oncology ward, so I, I assumed he had cancer. Never was told, uh, but he was put on the oncology ward. And the next week he was dead and talking about needing a program because this I had been restored to sanity, uh, and I, I couldn't eat because that's what normal, most normal people, when they're stressed out, they, you know, when my dad died, I gained 50 pounds. So when my husband died, I could not eat. Uh, but, you know, I worked my program. I talked to my sponsors every day, every day. Uh, I kept going. I came to meetings, and, I, and sometimes I couldn't talk. I could just cry. But I got through it. I got through it. And, uh, you know, today today I, I miss him. I miss him so much. But I, I'm enjoying life. I, mean, I didn't think I could ever say that again. But I am. I'm enjoying life. I'm looking forward to what life has for me. Uh, I don't know what the future holds, but I know who holds the future. And uh, this program, you know, anybody uh, who has struggled, don't give up. You know, I struggled for a lot of years in this program, but work the steps. Well, I said, oh, my God, I don't regret I don't regret a moment I spent in this program struggling. But the moment I took the steps, it says that the obsession is removed. It is truly removed. My sister and her husband eat differently than me. They have all they have bowls of stuff all around the house, and because of this program, is that's what it is? It's bowls of their stuff. My brother-in-law likes pastries, so they have, uh, there's always a, a cake can full of pastries. And most of the time, they end up throwing the weight because they don't, you know, they get a piece. It still amazes me how somebody bite a just a piece of something that good and put it up and then let it get stale. But that's their stuff, you know. It's not my stuff. And uh, I'll keep working this program one day at a time. I work, my sponsors are uh, my guide and light. Uh, we've worked together for years, so they know me and I know them. And uh, the program works if you work it. Not first, not, not three steps, but it's a 12-step program. And uh, that's all I have to say. Thank you for letting me share. My uh, phone number is 773-317-8188. I like going through the steps with people if they're serious. If they're serious about working the steps, I don't, I, you know, I, I, I will work with you. If you but you got to be serious. Um, if you text me, I do not answer. I get I, robocalls. calls. I get them every day. So if I don't recognize the number, I don't answer. But if you text me at 773-317, I'll make every attempt to get in touch with you. Thank you so much. And whoever invited me, thank you for an opportunity to share the miracle in my life. It's nothing short of a miracle that I have kept off over 100 pounds for 30 years. This program works, but you have to work it. And with that, I'll close. 